Hello everyone and welcome to Grandpa's Playlist right here on Spotify. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome to Grandpa's Playlist right here on Spotify. Uh, my name is Paul, also known as Grandpa the Nerd on the internet and on YouTube and on Facebook, but just my little corner of the internet. I'm hoping to take a bigger piece of the internet. I'm not greedy, but a little bigger than what I got now, but bigger nonetheless. Um, now this show, Grandpa's Playlist, I play albums, for those who are unaware, who didn't come over from my other place where the show used to air, if you're not familiar, I do albums, and I talk trivia, give facts, and you know, talk in between the tracks, this, that, and the other, and just chat it up. Um, now, one thing I did, one thing I'm going to do different on this show is I'm going to do a random song of the night. So when the show's over and I give everybody a goodbye hug and kiss and say, see you next time, um, I'm going to play a random song. Could be from any generation, could be from any genre, and if you like it, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. But just to give, you know, t just to play, because there's a lot of songs out there. And maybe there's some songs that I like, but the album's not so good. You know what I mean? Like, eh, I'm not a big fan of the whole album. Uh, that one song's good. Maybe two songs. Well, I can use that as a random song of the night. So that will be, you know, something that I do every night. Well, not every night, every episode. But I don't know how many of these I'm going to do. If I don't know if I'm going to do more than one a week, just one a week, every other week, once a month, who knows? So we'll just say random song of the night. Now, for my first show here on Spotify, I decided to... Go with uh, Twisted Sisters album "Stay Hungry." Now I chose "Stay Hungry" because I got, you know, a little falling out and got canceled. Um, you know, for for uh, uh, other reasons than the show. The show was fine. It was just there was things going on, and it had they had to let me go, which is I understand completely. And but I'm still hungry. You know, I still want to do this. I still enjoy it, even if only top five people listen. I still enjoy it. I still want to do it. So, here I am. So I decided, you know what? Stay Hungry by Twisted Sister. So, here's a couple of facts, and then I'm going to play you a song. Um, so, here we go. Buckle in for Grandpa's Playlist. Um, Stay Hungry was released May 10th, 1984. It was their third album. A lot of people think it's their first. Um, I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about you know your casual song listeners or your casual metal for fans and of hard rock of this. The, you know, not the diehards, but you know the casual people, people who will, might know some of the songs in this album, and that's it. They don't know anything about Twisted Sister. Love is for suckers. Come out and play. None of that stuff. So this is their third album. Um, it's their only album, the only album that they released that went uh, certified platinum, and it is their most uh, successful album. And multi-platinum by 1995 with more than 3 million sales. So, hey, that is, like, awesome. But I'm a big Twisted Sister fan, so, you know, they can do no wrong. Even though they can do wrong, to me, it's like, they're oh, they're the greatest. So, with that little tidbit of information that I've thrown at you, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play the first track for you. And it's called Stay Hungry. So, uh, sit back and enjoy.
Now, that was Stay Hungry. Um, everybody, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. It's, gr- it's a great song. Um, I like this whole album. Um, there are some weaker ones for me on here. Um, but this one is, you know, that Stay Hungry is a good one. Um, I'm a big fan of Dee Snyder. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of the whole band, but when it comes to vocalists, Dee is one of my favorites, and I'll get more into Dee Snyder in a little bit. Um, let me give you some more tidbits of information, though. Um, this, uh, was number five on the top 50 glam metal albums from Metal Rules. Um... I'm not a, you're going to find out on this show, I'm not a big genre guy. Like, yeah, okay, metal, hard rock, pop, you know, throw in this, the newer kind of genres, like this hair metal. I, I'll even go with, you know, oh, okay, that's speed and that's grunge. But, you know, for the most part, I'm not, I don't like to, they're glam, they're, they're glam metal to some people. To me, they're just metal. They're just playing metal. You know, they're not speed or thrash or anything like that or death. They're just metal. Um, I know a lot of people are in the genres. It's not my thing. So if anybody out there is like, this old grandpa, what the fuck? Don't you know what you're talking about? Glam metal? I'm always going to just defer to the major umbrella instead of breaking them down. They're metal. They're in the same category with Metallica. Metal. I'll let you do the genre things on your own. And on this show, it's just, one big genre bubble for everything. I'm not going to branch off the family tree. Um, they were number six in the top 30 hair metal albums from Loudwire in 2016. And that's not too bad. Um, I'm not a big fan of Loudwire, but at least it gave them a good rating. And they were number 76 on 100, 100 greatest metal albums from 2017 in Rolling Stone. Now, that's pretty fair, I think. But if you, as we go forward, you're going to see I don't have a big love for uh, 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 of critics, because I'm not critiquing the music. I'm telling you my flat-out opinion. You know, some people want to give a critique, and they want to write up this big thing about why it's good and why it's not bad, and I, th- I think music is good and bad to the listener. I mean, if I was to listen to everybody that ever said anything crap, you know, wrote anything about music in negative light, I probably wouldn't listen to music much. Or it would always be pop or something, because all the metal on I was growing up, oh, this is trash, this is trash, you know, so, I don't know. I mean, I'm 50-something years old, I don't really care what critics have to say, I'm my own critic and that's it. Same with movies, TV shows. I'll take advice, you know, like, okay, if it's getting a lot of crap, at least I know, hey, don't go into a movie expecting much, but I still will go into the movie with an open mind, because I could love it, I could hate it. Jurassic Park, that Dominion thing, it had its moments, but I didn't think it was as bad as people were making it out to be. Could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. But I'm getting off the subject. Um, now, the next song I'm going to play for you is called We're Not Gonna Take It. Now, this is probably one of the world's most popular songs ever. There's probably no one on this planet who listens to music above the age of 10 doesn't know what this song is. So, and I'm probably exaggerating, but who knows? I might not be. Who knows? Um, but it's, yes, yeah, not, we're not gonna take it. It was the first single off the album, of course. It went gold in 2009. It was number 47 on the 100 Greatest 80 Songs. It was number 21 on the Hot 100. It was 21 on VH1, One Hit Wonders. And it was covered by Biff Naked for Ready to Rumble. Now, I am a little upset that it was on the One Hit Wonders. And, and that's something a lot of people don't know. Well, a One Hit Wonder... 
you know, you think of like Flock of Seagulls with Iran. A lot of the songs from the 80s, you know, Our House and, you know, Come On Eileen and all that stuff, like, you never heard anything else by them. Um, they, those are usually one-hit wonders. Twisted Sister, yes, they really only had one hit, but I would leave off the wonders part because they stuck around for a couple more albums and people know who Twisted Sister is. You know, you say Flock of Seagulls, some people might be like, who? But Twisted Sister is Twisted Sister. So, yes, I admit they only had one hit, but they're not wonders. They've been around. And before they had this hit, they were around for a very long time, which I'll get into here in a little while. So, hey, one hit, yes. One hit wonders, I'll argue. Let's fight. All right. So here it is, track number two, We're Not Gonna Take It. Enjoy.
Alright, well that was We're Not Gonna Take It, the second track on this lovely, lovely album. Um, now, I'm not a professional. I'm just a guy from Wisconsin who likes to do this for fun. If one day I can make money off of doing this, fine. Awesome. I'll take the money. I mean, who wouldn't take the money? Probably just put it all back into equipment and stuff. But I'm not doing this for money. I'm not even doing it for fame. Like I said, if 10 people listen to it, those 10 people are going to be cool buds of mine. But I'll live with just 10. I'm doing this because it's a hobby. I'm doing this because I love music. I'm doing this because I want people who may have forgotten some of the old greats, I want them to realize that there's a lot of good music out there. And not to just stick to what's going on now. Look back. Look back and see what you missed because you may be too young. There could be a lot of music that you're like, oh, dude, that's awesome. I mean, look at what Pup Masters of Puppet, Masters of Puppets did. You know, and running up that hill, those songs came out of nowhere in popularity because of a TV show. And I'm, and, and I'm for one, think that's shameful. That People should have never forgot Masters of Puppet exists or running up that hill. You know, Kate Bush and Metallica, well, uh, Metallica is a bane for me. I love them, but I hate them. Love-hate relationship, you'll figure that out over time. But like Kate Bush, I mean, she's been around for a long time and people are like just discovering her. It's like, man, that's not fair. So that's what my, that's what I do it for. But the reason I brought this up is because I'm not a professional by any stretch of the means. So sometimes you may hear paper flipping in the background. I got a TV tray with a microphone on it. So you might hear a bump here and there. And you know what? I'm not going to go into, I'm not fancy. I'm not going to go into post and fix it. So you're getting it raw. Grandpa is unprofessional, and sometimes he acts unprofessional, and you get every unprofessional moment. So, more on this album. Well, producer Tom Worman, Worman um, brought some songs from the band Saxon for the band to listen to. And this pissed off D because it sounded like Wormer wanted to replace Worman, 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 wanted to replace D's songs with Saxon covers. J.J. also claims they lost two songs they wanted on the album because of Worman. So, Mr. Tom Worman, if you're still alive and kicking out there and producing albums, you suck. You totally, totally suck. Because those two songs probably kicked butt. I wouldn't be surprised if those two songs didn't make it on the re... Was it Still Hungry After All These Years or... Or whatever that the, the the one they did you know a couple years back or whatever the where they put in extra tracks some of those are probably on there I'm sure. Um, so when it comes to Twisted Sister, I know they've been around a very long time, very long time. I do believe it was the 70s. Now I can fact check all this stuff and all that, but you know what? I'd rather just say what's on my mind and what I recall. I'm fit. Like I said Grandpa get Grandpa uh, loses uh, his memory here and there and forgets things. And I want to be, you know, I want to be straight up with you people, and this is what I remember. If I'm wrong, hey, you can come out and say, go to my page or whatnot, and be like, you know, you messed this up. And I will apologize, and I'll give your name and say, you know, so-and-so set me straight. Because I'm not one of those kind of guys who, what I say is the end. You know, I will, I'll take a whooping. Hey, if I, if I, if, if I do a slip of the tongue, you correct me, and I'll give you credit for it. So I think it was the 70s they were touring clubs on the East Coast and uh they they were loved. They were loved. They were a huge club band. Um they may not have got as much love in the music industry and, and you know with album sales, 
but they were loved in the you know in the clubs and doing the circuit that they were doing all that time. I mean, D wasn't even famous, and he's married already, and he, you know he was. They were living the dream. You know, they were doing what. The, I I have a lot of respect for a band who spends a decade touring and working hard, and then you know releases three albums and then, you know four or five albums, and then then that's it. Things fall apart. I respect that. They they paid their dues. They didn't get found on YouTube and you know quick quickly rose to popularity. Um, you know I I I don't you know, I just I'm not trying to sit here and be like oh Justin Bieber. This, I'm not gonna. I don't like Justin Bieber. Well, okay, I don't know Justin Bieber, so I can't say if I like him or not. I don't like his music; it's not my thing. He got found famous, I think, was on YouTube, and he was a young kid. I don't, I don't take that away from him, but I prefer, you know, people who've paid their dues. I guess it's because I'm a wrestling fan and this, that, and I'm old school, and it's like you should pay your dues, and not everything should be handed to you. You should have to. Some stuff needs to be earned. I'm not saying you have to be self-made or anything like that TikToker guy who's all. Well, let me talk about self-made. No, you don't gotta be. I don't. I don't have. You know, if you if you're not self-made, that's still fine. Everybody needs help, but it, the ones who work a little harder, it just feels like it would be more of a. It felt better. I don't know. Grandpa's running at the mouth. That's all it is. I'm running at the mouth, but they were around for a long time. You know, they did, and and they, you know, people loved them. I just wish I had been old enough. You know, because, you know, late 70s, I was still a little kid. And it would have been nice if I had, you know, I would have given anything to been an adult or a teenager living on the East Coast and got to see Twisted Sister in the clubs. You know, like Dee Snyder said, he wore Daisy Duke shorts and, and uh, midriff shirts and looked like a girl, but could kick your ass. It was, uh, you know, explain, like he said on his on that documentary I watched, uh, Breaking the Band. You know, explain it to your friends that this girly-looking guy who looks like a fruitcake... Uh, kicked your ass outside the club because you got, you know, run in the mouth. So, I mean, you know, I would have loved to have seen Twisted Sister back in the day. I just would have. Now, this next track is track three. It's called Burn in Hell. Um, um, in 1985, it was performed during a cameo appearance in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And the black metal band, I think Demi Borgens, Borges, I can't pronounce it, uh, Demu Borges, they did a cover. Um, Burn in Hell is one of my top picks on this album. I have a few. Yes, I like Stay Hungry. I like We're Not Gonna Take It. But Burn in Hell is like one of my first like top picks. You know, if Grandpa had a top three on this album, um, Burn in Hell would be his number two. It would be his number two. Um, it's I just I just love it. It's just this song. I can't explain why i'm not good at explaining why i like something i didn't go to college i don't have you know i can't tell you exactly why i like what i like i just like it so this is track three called burn in hell here you go
Well, that was Burn in Hell, Grandpa's number two on his list of top three on the album. Now, I didn't do that before on the Grandpa's playlist before I moved over here to Spotify, so I think I'm going to do that. Pick three songs on the album that I truly, truly like. And if you guys agree with me, you can go to group. You can go to the group. You can go to my uh, Grandpa's playlist page on YouTube, on YouTube, on on God, on Facebook, and you guys can. 
say yeah or no. You know, you can feel free to contact me. Tell me, hey, your list is pretty close to mine. Or you can say, hey, your list is pretty fucking stupid. Hey, either way, I'll take it. Because I'm not afraid to be called stupid. I'm not. I truly am not. I mean, don't do it to be mean. If I'm really being stupid, then call me stupid. If you're just being mean, then, you know, I'm not going to take it. <laughs> I did it. You see what I did? No? Not funny? Okay. All right. Well, now we're going to move on to track four. I ain't got no more information. I don't got no more information, not until a couple, uh, until the next song after this one. So I don't really have anything to say at the moment until after this song's over. So I'm going to go ahead and play track four for you. Um, it's called Horataria, uh, the beginning. A, Captain Howdy, and B, Street Justice. So it's it's a two-part song here. Um, and it was the basis for the 1998 movie, D. Snyder's Strangeland, which I will get into here in a moment. But for right now, I'm just going to play you the song. So let's talk and more music, which is a rarity here because I like to talk. I mean, as you can see here, I'm not even letting you listen to the song that I said I'm going to play for you, and I was going to do less talk. But here I am talking more. But I was going to do less talk. But see, I'm continuing to talk. And right about now, you've either thrown your phone, pulled your earbuds out, or looked at your wife and been like, what the hell is up with this old fart? He's pissing me off. So here you go, Horror Terrier, track number four. Check it out.
Well, that was track four, my number one favorite track on the album. Horataria would be number one, Burning Hell number two, and you're still waiting on my number three. 
Um, now, like I said before, uh, I played it for you. This is uh, the basis for his uh, movie Strangeland. Now, I thought Strangeland was an awesome fucking movie. And I think Dee Snyder did a really good job. Now, I'm a fan of Rob Zombie films. I hear the boos and the hisses now. And I'm moving and ducking and bobbing and weaving all the tomatoes you guys are throwing at me. But yes, I do like Rob Zombie films. Do I think D. Snyder's was better? Yes. I loved Strangeland. I wish I had it on DVD. I do not. I think it's out of print. And I'm cheap. And eBay is expensive. And I have trust issues with eBay. I got the Waltons on eBay. It didn't work out for me. and So I have trust issues. And yes, I watched Little House on the Prairie and the Waltons. I'm that kind. I'm that old. I'm that old. So, deal. Um, but I love uh, Strange Land. It's awesome, and I'm dying for him to make a sequel. Now, I know he's doing another movie right now. At least that's what I remember seeing on Twitter. So I don't think it's a sequel to Strange Land. But he always mentioned doing one. So I'm hoping he gets the opportunity to do that because it's like the it's the most it, I loved it, and I'd love to see a sequel. It was a great movie. And you can, you know, Captain Howdy was the, you know, so yeah, you you can see where the two go hand in hand, side by side. Um, if You, you should go on, you know, post on Twitter and talk about how, you know, you want to see a sequel. Um, he He's pretty good on Twitter of, you know, getting back to people. I was listening to a song. And I was like, you know, this guy, D. Snyder has the voice of an angel. He belongs up there with, you know, with uh, 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 Freddie Mercury, you know, with the, with one of the greatest voices ever D. Snyder has. Um, if you've ever heard that We're Not Gonna Take It, he did for the cancer, the guy can sing like, like an angel. I, I, I could go on and on about how great I love D.'s singing. And... It would just make me look foolish because, you know, it make he might have to get a restraining order just off the fact that I go on. This guy really likes my voice. I think he's a danger because I just I just think he's a, one of the greatest singers of all time. I truly do. Um, the guy could probably sing opera and, you know, he he could sing me the phone book. I'd, and I'd probably like, yeah, rock on. So, yeah. So, I think, like I said, I think he's got one of the greatest voices ever. And I posted that as much on Twitter, and he liked it and shared it. So he's pretty good at getting back to his fans. I mean, it's not like, you know, everybody gets answered, but, you know, I'll go out there and say, hey, you know, is there still a Strange Land sequel coming? He may say yes, he may say no. Who knows? Who knows? It's worth trying. But, yeah, so that was my second favorite, my first favorite song on the album. I just, I just love it, the way it's all together. Now, this next track is called, it's, it's track number five, and it's called I Wanna Rock. It was the second single released. It was released in October of 84. Um, it's uh, It was number 17 on the greatest hard rock song on VH1. Um, I do like the song. I want to rock! You know, I do I do like the song. Um, I thought it was funny when I took my son to see the Spongebob movie. And, you know, it was in there. So, he's made it. Twisted Sister. I like to joke around about things. Like, you know, if you're so, if you're out if your song's in Grand Theft Auto, then you made it, my friend. You've made it. Well, Twisted Sister was in a was in a movie by uh well, a movie with SpongeBob in it. So Twisted Sister, you've made it from my friends. You are big time now. You were in a SpongeBob movie. Just celebrate with some pineapple on your pizza. 
So I Want to Rock is a good song, but it's not one of my favorites. Um, yes, he, you know, I want to rock. He can belt that, you know, way better than me. Um, and it's not a bad song, but it's not one of my favorites. Um, I don't know if it's because I heard it a lot or it just, I don't know, something about the songs just, you know, it's not one of my favorites. Um, now going forward, when I talk about, eh, I didn't really like it. Doesn't mean I hated it. Doesn't mean I don't listen to it. You know, people like to put words in your mouth. If grandpa says it was okay, then that's what it was. It was okay. Um, if grandpa says, you know, it sucks, then then it sucked, because I usually don't say that about music, because I can always truly find something positive about something, uh, except saying anger. Um, so this is track five, I Wanna Rock. Um, I gave you the tidbits, so just sit back and enjoy. Well, that was I Want to Rock. I Want to Rock! I wish I could do that. I mean, I just did, but do it like he did. 
man, that would be awesome. I would love it, but I can't. And I, and, and, you know, I could try, but I'd probably destroy my voice. Now, this next song is uh, not my. Okay, I did that list of you know, Burning Hell is number two, Horace Terry is number one, and then my third one's coming up. Now, this song is called, this next song I'm going to play for you is called The Price. It was their third single um, in December of 84. Now, I'm going to explain something about this song. You may be saying, wait, it's not on your top three list? No, it is not. Because, slow down before you get mad, start doing your phone, saying this guy has the worst podcast ever, which I probably do have the worst podcast ever, but, you know. It just that's what it is. Anyway, this song is the God Tier song. This is the ultimate song. This is diamonds and pearls and platinum and you know titanium and un you know unobtainium. The price is probably one of the greatest songs ever written and performed in the history of music. And I know a lot of people are probably going, okay, now you're just going overboard. To me. The Price is the song that showed on that album. If you had never heard of Twisted Sister and you bought that album, and you're like, this guy can sing pretty good. Then you got to track six and heard The Price and you were like, what the fuck? Dude, this guy sings awesome. At least that's how we were in the 80s. Um, th- That's why it's not on my list because this would be on the list of all-time favorites out of everything. And I mean everything. This is the song that I was listening to when I posted that on Twitter and he liked it and shared it. This is probably the best song Twisted Sisters ever wrote and it's probably the best song anybody has ever wrote and I just love it. And I can't wait for you to hear it. If you're familiar with this song, uh, you're going to you know, have fun, my friend, because you're in the club to get, we're in the club together. If you've never heard it before and you come out of this going, oh my God, that was... For a metalhead to say, dude, that was beautiful. That's a good song. So, if you've never, like I said, if you've never heard it before, I hope you take this, you know, don't don't take this the wrong way, but where have you been, man? Where have you been? This is the best song. This is something that should be on TV and get and breathe new life into it because this, like I said, I could go on and on about this song. I truly could. Um, so this is not my, I didn't put this on the list because I wanted to emphasize the importance of this song, the importance of this song. Cause my third favorite on the album is at the end. It's the end. I just say it's SMF. So, you know, so I've, yeah, I've spoiled it, but yes, it's SMF, but this, the price, this is so all time. It's too good to be on a list. I mean, it is, it's too good to be on a list. It stands on its own and I, I can't say anything more. Except that I hope you really fucking love this song. And if, like I said, if you've heard it before, awesome. If you haven't, please love it. I would pay you, but I ain't got that kind of money because I don't do this for a living. So sit back, really, just sit back, close your eyes, and enjoy one of the greatest songs of all time, The Price.
All right, well, that was The Price. You know, the song that I went on and on and on about. I think every band has that one song that we all think is like the best song ever. So there's probably a... Sh- we all have a list of probably a shit ton of the best song ever. Um, You know, like, you know, the, the Monkees. Yeah, I like the Monkees. ICP. Yeah, I like ICP. You know, bon Jovi. Yeah, they're okay. Um, But there's like, you know... We, we have a huge love for a lot of bands. And each one has a song. Well, for me, The Price is Twisted Sisters. It's it's their best song ever. But I know that's just my opinion. And some of you guys might like something better, you know. Hot Love from Love Is For Suckers may be your favorite Twisted Sister. It's not a bad fucking song. Critics called it was, but it isn't. Or, you know, uh, Leader of the Pack from Come Out and Play. I mean, hell, that might be your favorite song of theirs. It's a great cover. It might be. And you know what? I'm not going to hate you for liking any of those or judge you for liking any of those. Because, hey, music, the taste in music that people have is their own. You know, sometimes I can understand, you know, oh, I like comedies. I love comedies. I love comedies. Oh, I went and saw that comedy. It was no good. But, you know, 20 million other people thought it was the funniest thing. I can see people looking at you funny like, are you sure you like comedies? But when it comes to, you know, but I don't like doing that to people. But when it comes to music, I definitely don't do that to people. You like what you like. I don't like R&B. I don't like soul. I don't like gospel. But I'm not going to, you know, hate on you. Hey, you shouldn't like that shit. It sucks. Just because I think it sucks doesn't mean you do. So music's, you know, it's the eye of the beholder, but, you know, we listen. So it's, your music tastes are your own. So for me, The Price is like the greatest Twisted Sister song ever. Um, So with that being said, I'm actually going to play you track seven and then go into track eight. Um, So you're gonna, I'm going to play them for you back to back. Um, Track seven is Don't Let Me Down. I'm not a fan. Um, I'll listen to it, you know. Maybe once in a while it'll come up when I listen to the album and I may hit that skip button. But I don't have a problem listening to it, but I'm not a big fan of it. And then after that it's going to be The Beast. I do like The Beast. So sit back and enjoy Don't Let Me Down and The Beast. And uh, I'll see you in a little bit.
All right, well, that was Don't Let Me Down and The Beast. I hope you enjoyed them. Even though I don't enjoy Don't Let Me Down and do enjoy The Beast, I hope you enjoyed both. You know, I'm not going to be one of those kind of people, and you guys know who you are, that, you know, I didn't like it, so I hope you don't like it. Eh, not from this guy. So, I hope you enjoyed both songs. Now, the last track is SMF, which stands for Sick Motherfucker. And that's why I have my box ticked when I upload my shows saying explicit content so I don't get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. But yes, sick motherfuckers. SMF is my number one or my number three favorite on the album. We've already been down the road about the price, so don't go, well, but wait. Just go back and listen to that part of the show. Um, I love this song. Um, like I said... The 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 I'm tongue tied. The I want to rock and the Don't Let Me Down are probably my weakest ones on here, uh, with Don't Let Me Down being the weakest. But SMF is my third favorite on the album. So, you know, sometimes my favorites are going to be the ones that got all the radio airplay. You know, sometimes you just got to admit it. Yeah, you know. You Give Love a Bad Name is my favorite song on the album. Well, everybody, that's that's like that's played out. Yes, it is played out. It's totally played out. you know. And then, no, it's not my favorite song on the album. I'm just giving an example. Or like, Pour Some Sugar on Me is my awesome. Okay, it's a good song, but it was played the fuck out. But if it was my favorite, I would admit it. Yep, it's my favorite. So, you know, at least, at least on this album, I got some deep tracks. You know, the ones that you didn't really hear on the radio. Um, so... SMF is my third favorite. So I'm getting ready to play it for you. And then uh, you're going to sit back, you're going to listen to it, because I said so. See, you're not going to... I don't want you to cut the grass or paint the paint the awning, you know, do anything with your earbuds. Or if you're driving your car, I don't want you to, like, you know, get into a car accident or anything. 
Um, I don't know why I just said that. Um, but I don't, you know, see, I don't even know where I was going with that. That's how crazy and old I am that I don't even know where I was going with that. That's right. Sit back and enjoy it. Don't do anything. Just sit back. But if you're driving, keep driving. I don't want you to get an accident. But this is the last song. It's the last one I got for you. Well, no, I take it back. Got the song of the night, which I hope you like. So, and, and, and the song of the night is going to be, sometimes it might be total opposite of what I'm playing. So if you're a metalhead, you might be like, oh my God, it's not going to be a metal song. No, not, 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 not. Sometimes it won't be. And sometimes it might be one of those songs that's called a guilty pleasure. And you're going to be like, dude, I like that song. But if someone's listening with you, you're not going to admit it. You'll be like, oh man, I can't believe you played that. Then when your friend leaves, you're going to be like, oh yeah, that song's awesome. I'm going to go play it. You know, like an ABBA song. Everybody likes ABBA, right? ABBA? Come on now. Dancing Queen. Fernando, you got to like that stuff. I know my music. So sit back, enjoy SMF. I'll come back. I'll close out the show. I'll play you the song of the night. And then you can move on and listen to a real good podcast. So there you go. Listen up.
right, well, that was SMF, and that was the last song that I have for you on this album, which was 1984's Stay Hungry by Twisted Sister. So I hope you liked the album, and I hope you had fun with me. You probably didn't, but like I said, I'm not a professional. Maybe some episodes will be hit, some will be missed. At some episodes, you may be like, I don't even like this music, so don't listen. Just, just don't listen to it. And you may, there may be some that you're like, that's the best album ever, and you did a shitty job. Hey, if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. But at least you have the option to do whatever the hell you want. So that was Twisted Sister Stay, Stay Hungry. Now, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can do so through my, the, the Facebook page, uh, Grandpa's Playlist. Just do the search there up in the top, Grandpa's Playlist. And it's a page, not a person, so you should be able to find it. And uh, you can uh, contact me through that if you want to contact me. I doubt it. Um, I got a tea, I got a tea public store getting ready to come up. I had some shirts before at the other job, at the other place where I was at, but uh, we're no longer you know working together, so uh, I have to start my own. And uh, those will be coming soon, I hope. Um, and uh, don't forget to check out my friends Aaron Poe and Tyree over at the Ne'er Do Wells channel. Um, you can find information about them on my uh, Facebook page, uh, the Grandpa's Playlist page too. The Ne'er-Do-Wells, they have a channel on YouTube called uh, The Ne'er-Do-Wells Tavern. And uh, they have a really good podcast. Um, you can check that out. Uh, my buddy Cody and Travis have a show coming, um, Southern Horror. Um, that's going to be coming soon. And uh, my good friend Rob Mahoney, you know, producer of uh, some great independent films and uh, regular nice guy. Sometimes, sometimes he can get on. Sometimes he can get on your nerves, and you want to kill him, and then you badmouth him, and then you're like, eh, but you love him anyway. Um, so he's got a show, uh, Father Mahoney's House of Horror, coming soon. Um, so there'll be all that information will be on my page, so you could check it out. Um, I also have a YouTube page called Grandpa the Nerd. I miss my personal page. I only really made it so when I get older and die. My grandkids and my grandkids' kids can go back and look at what kind of fool I was. So if people go and watch it and like it and subscribe, that's fine too. But it, it's mainly for family. But uh, it's public, so you can check it out. It's called Grandpa the Nerd. And then I'm Grandpa the Nerd on Twitter. Uh, but I don't really use Twitter much. Grandpa the Nerd on TikTok, don't really use that much. So, But that's all I have to say about that stuff right now. Uh we, it's dog, uh, our group is, uh, we're a production group, you know, we help each other out, we don't, like, it's our own shows, we help each other, we produce each other's stuff, we help each other, we do artwork together, and, you know, we're a collaboration, we're not, uh, we're not a, it's not a group under, um, it's a group under an umbrella called Dog Nut Productions, and I know it sounds bad when you hear it, but when you see the logo, you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it, um, uh, we're, a, we're collaborators, we work together, um, to come to, you know, if one of us makes it famous, cool. Uh, he'll, the, the one who makes it famous will bring all the rest of us losers on board with him, bring us with him. So we're a big group of tight friends who are going to collaborate with each other. No one's a boss except for your, your own boss. Um, we'll give ideas and tips and stuff. So, you know, the, it, where we came from, things were different there and, we don't want to do things the way they were, but I have no ill will from where I came from. I have, you know, much respect from where I came from, and if it wasn't from where I came from, 
you know, getting help from somebody, you know, which I'm not going to, you know, I don't air dirty laundry or anything. But if it wasn't for this person, I wouldn't be here right now. So I have a lot of gratitude to that person. And even though we're not talking, I still love the guy. I still can't wait to see what he does. And I am grateful to him and forever will be. So with all that out of the way, I want to go ahead and let you guys know that um, tonight's uh, song of the night is from Jackson Brown. And it's called Doctor My Eyes. So that's so Jackson Brown, Doctor My Eyes. I love it. It's a great song. Takes you way back. It's an older song. Some of you might not be familiar with it. Some of you may be like, oh, man, I haven't heard that song in so long. Wow. So, yes, Jackson Brown's Doctor My Eyes. And until next time, Grandpa loves all of you. And I will see you next time. Good night. Goodbye, Alphavita Zane. So long. Doctor, my eyes have seen the years and the slow parade of fears without crying. Now I want to understand. I have done all that I could to see the evil and the good without hiding. You must help me if you can. Doctor, my eyes tell me what is wrong. Was I unwise to leave them open for so I have wandered through this world And as each moment has unfurled I've been waiting to awaken from these dreams People go just where they will I never noticed them until I got this feeling That it's later than it seems Doctor, my to cry